Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to a worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brewer Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day today, and hope you guys enjoyed the Hagman Show on Friday. We've been going into detail repeatedly about what we're starting to see now, biological attack states populace via this RNA gene editing, whatever this thing is doing to the populace, it's a joke, nor is it something that basically should be taken lightly. We've talked about it in detail. And I saw a meme the other day, all right, and it was interesting because it made a lot of sense because I've been very confused down here. And it has pretty much removed all restrictions that counties and can do, uh, you know, West Palm Beach County, uh, Jacksonville up there, Flagler County, all these counties down have pretty much removed all these mass mandates. They've removed any, any type of down here in Florida. They've all pretty much been like, okay, we're done. If we get executive order in it, we're going to drop. But yet, even in my rural town, still going out and seeing people basically bragging about getting the sh- still wearing a mask, still and a reminder, it says a deadly require 24-7 advertisement to remind you it exists. It doesn't need marketing campaigns and endless propaganda to keep you living. The operations do. This is what they've been waiting on, is they've been trying to keep everybody in a state of fear in therapy. I have talked to numerous people. I mean, I'll every like everybody I almost know over the last couple weeks that is extremely healthy, extremely active, have all gotten pretty much the same thing in the last couple of weeks. And everybody that I know primarily is actually going out and getting the injection, but everybody's being exposed to producing these spike proteins. We're not sure. I don't think even anybody really understands how this is supposed to work. Can I get you to mute your mic, Dad? And we're, we're trying to understand on a long-term scale what this is starting to do because now that we're seeing this rolled into children, this is a problem. I saw an article yesterday, and it was discussing in detail how Pfizer is talking about how they're basically testing this out on little kids now. And there was an article about these two kids that basically had gotten the shot and they were fine from it, just total propaganda. And the part that was quite troubling to me, I did not know this until yesterday. The part that was so troubling to me is get a placebo. Everyone gets the real shot in this child trial. Health officials are looking at dose levels and how much to get. Now, that was the only ex- Pfizer expects to have a FDA for kids as young as two by this fall. But did you hear what I said at the beginning of this? There is no placebo or control group in these child trials right now with Pfizer, meaning every single child. The Pfizer gene editing therapy shot. There is no saline. There is no placebo shot. So there's absolutely no way to understand if there's a serious adverse event related to this shot because every kid's getting the shot. Nor is there a way to determine on the degree of which there may be an adverse e- event. This is a straight up, full blown childhood experiment. And 
in it right in front of us, and nobody's even wanting to address it. Even according to VAERS, there's already been two children now who have died from the Pfizer injection. One of them was a two-year-old baby girl. I, mean, I don't even understand this, but they said it was VAERS ID 1255745 involved a two-year-old baby girl in Virginia who died five days after she was injected. It appears entry was made by a family member, teething that the health officials were telling them with the shot, with the two-year-old dying just days after the injection. Another one involved a one-year-old baby boy in Florida, Florida who suffered convulsions and seizures after the Moderna shot and died two days after the symptoms were increased body temperature, seizure, and death. That's just apparently just, okay, that's cool, cool, no control group, just inject these kids, one-year-old, two-year-old, five-year-old, seven-year-olds, inject them with this sludge, we'll see how many of them die and how many of them stay alive, and then the ones that stay alive, how well we can get this to basically spread. This is a biological attack on the United States populace, and now all this is happening right now. You now have the U.S. government has now declared a state of emergency on Sunday after the largest fuel pipe pipeline in the U.S. was allegedly hit by a ransomware cyber. The Colonial Pipeline carries 2.5 million barrels a day, percent of the East Coast supply of diesel, gas, and jet fuel. It was completely knocked offline Friday, and they are still working to restore services. It was allegedly taken out by a cyber criminal gang known as the Dark Side. Believes this is coincidental, and this was just happening a random cyber criminal gang right now as I said have some beachfront property tell you this is ridiculous and we know what they're trying to do with the fuel prices I've called that out for months now you've seen what's going on with the push for electric cars you see what they're talking about and trying to push everything by 2035 to have no gasoline power powered in have to find an excuse to raise the fuel prices I've already told y'all before and I've had new Prepared is a high probability by the end fuel is going to be at five dollars again, like it was hey, back hey, in two thousand. Austin, Austin you're, Austin, Austin, you're breaking up real, real bad, buddy. You need to reboot your system. I can't even understand you. All right, okay, I'm sorry I'll about that, guys. Guys, sorry about that. Austin's having some phone issues this morning. I guess we all are kind of having phone issues this morning. Uh, you know, we have to ask ourselves a question: If they're injecting children with a vaccine that's never been tested on anybody. Uh, we've got a problem here. I mean, we've got a real problem because in a regular test, what ends up happening is you have a control group, you've got the test group, and what the test, the control group is given is a placebo. Now, here's how it works. If you have a 1,000 people that are going to be in this test, 500 people are given the regular vaccine, 500 people are given a control group like like you basically give them saline solution. And, what, and neither person knows what they're getting. It's a double-blind control study. And the person who's doing the injection, they don't know what they're giving the person. That's called double-blind. The people that are being injected don't know what they're getting. The people that are doing the injection don't know what they're getting. All of the vials have been labeled by a third party, so nobody knows in the control group. And then what ends up happening is after a period of 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 20 days, 24 hours, it doesn't matter when, they start controlling and logging down any symptoms or any side effects of any of the people that have gotten the vaccine. And when this happens, after a period of time, they can look at the data and they can find out 
if the person who got the vaccine is having a different response than the person that's having the saline injection. Okay, that's This is very important because in some cases there may be another type of virus going through the air right now that has nothing to do with coronavirus and both groups, both the saline injection group and the group getting the Pfizer shot would be basically getting the same type of conditions. They've got to know that. So when they do the final analysis, they want to look at the standard deviation from the mean. And if there's actually a correlation between the shot and different symptoms and side effects, if you don't have a control group with the shot, and if all of these people know they're getting the shot, there is no control group. There is no way to tell if anybody is having any adverse reactions. It's impossible the, the whole, the whole, the whole thing can't be statistically verified. All you have are anomalies on the chart, and you can't get any verification without a control group. That's the problem. And this is the same thing that they've started doing at all the major universities to take the government funding for these different types of drug tests. They tell them in advance what they want them to do, and then they skew the results. Let me give you an example. Years ago when they were testing aspartame, in one study that was done, every single primate developed grand mal epileptic seizures. I mean, every study. I mean, every single study, the people had basically seizures. The animals did, the, the, the monkeys. Well, then they wanted to get rid of that study, so they don't turn that study in. They forget, they forget that study. Well, then they check it with rats. They want to see what the rats are going to do. And what they do with the rats is they put the aspartame into pellets that the rats didn't like to eat. Okay, So they would eat around the pellets and not eat the pellets. Therefore, the control group and the aspartame group were the same because the rats never ate the aspartame. So they said, oh, it's safe. Look, these rats don't have any side effects. Well, the rats didn't eat it. That was done on purpose, done on purpose. But in other studies with aspartame, it showed that every single animal basically started having all kinds of health issues and started having glial brain tumors. In other words, it was causing a massive increase in brain tumors in the animals. And according to the Delaney Amendment that was basically put through by Congress back in the 70s, you weren't allowed to put any food or any product or any additive into the food supply that had been linked to cancer. And from the Delaney Amendment only, by, just by itself, aspartame should never have been allowed to have been put into the market, period. But then because of what they did with – it was a Sydney – I haven't read the study in a long time. I wrote a, whole, I wrote a whole article on this at Health Masters. You can read through it. But then it was a, there was a law firm called Sydney and Austin out of Chicago, and they worked with the FDA who was basically stopping the approval of aspartame, and the head guy who was working for the FDA was hired by the law firm that represented Sydney and Austin. Pure conflict of interest. And this is the stuff they always do. And now they're doing studies on children before animal studies were done. That's in direct violation of the Geneva Convention. Direct violation. It can't be done that way. It's not okay. And, and this is what's happening right now in our country. Young boys, one little boy's five years old, his brother's seven years old. They're both getting the injection. Now, <laughs> they both got the shot. So now, basically, there's no control group to go against them to determine if there was a reaction. This thing is nuts. They're doing this to kids with these kids dying with these vaccines. I mean, you think about it. And, and what parent would allow their child to take the vaccine? I have a friend of mine. He's a, he's, a, he's a CFI. He's a certified flight instructor for the FAA. And he was just told by his school this morning that he will not be allowed to return to work at all unless he's had both his vaccines. I kid you not. Even this vaccine is both untested and according to the, the insert from Pfizer, you can refuse to take it. 
It's an experimental vaccine on humans. We are the experiment, guys. You and me and anybody around us and the people that are shedding this stuff, we're all a giant lab rat experiment right now. And it's very frustrating to me. Gateway Pundit came out with a really good article and it said, is Dr. Fauci this century's greatest killer? And I said, whoa. And it says on December the 15th, a friend, this man named Eric found out he had contracted coronavirus at his nursing home. He was kept in isolation in his assisted living apartment since March when the pandemic made its way to the U.S. despite the historic efforts. And what ended up happening, nine months there was an outbreak in his nursing home. He caught the virus. He was 81 years old. He was diabetic. And, of course, he ended up, you know, dying. And the sad part about all this is that when we see all of this stuff, we start to wonder what in the world are they doing and why have they done this? This thing, and we talked about this in length last week, it directly attacks the lungs. It directly attacks the cardiovascular system. This is a eugenics program, guys. This is a eugenics program unlike anything that's ever been seen in the United States, unlike anything. And now Pfizer is applying Pfizer is applying for full FDA approval of the COVID vaccine. I mean, this is, this is like mind-boggling. You know, Pfizer and, and Biotech on Friday became the first companies to apply for the Food and Drug Administration for full approval of their <laughs> of their unbelievable, sketchy coronavirus vaccine. The companies announced that they initiated a rolling submission of a biologics license application with the FDA for the approval of their vaccine in people aged 16 and under. The companies will submit supporting data on a rolling basis, whatever that even means, for consideration in the coming weeks with a request for prior review. And it goes on to say reported vaccine injuries continue to climb as Pfizer seeks full approval. The number of reports and injuries and deaths following COVID vaccines continue to rise. It's close to 10,000 actual verifiable deaths now globally. Some say it's much, much higher. It's only about 1% of the deaths are actually reported. That would put it into the millions. And guys, it's so important to understand what they're doing right now. The next time they drop another virus on us, the next time they allow something else to come into the ecosystem that we are not prepared for, we're going to have death rates that are going to be unbelievable. And also just said this second ago when he was breaking up so bad, he says that the U.S. has now declared a state of emergency to keep gasoline flowing after the colonial pipeline fails to restart. This is this is big deal, guys. This is a huge pipeline that goes to the refineries out of Texas. The U.S. government declared a state of emergency on Sunday, lifting limits on the transport of fuels by road in a bid to keep gas line supplies open as fears of shortages spike through the continued shutdown of the Colonial Pipeline. This declaration addresses the emergency conditions, creating a need for immediate transportation of gasoline, diesel, jet fuel, and other refined petroleum products and provides necessary relief, the Department of Transportation said. Wait a minute. So they're basically telling us that we're about to have a gas shortage and a fuel shortage and an airplane fuel shortage. This sounds exactly like mid-60s. I'm, I'm sorry, mid-70s under Jimmy Carter again, doesn't it? That was a complete and total contrived shortage back then, too. It's exactly what it was. I was here. I was alive during that time. We were the ones standing in line in the gas pumps for three to four to five hours, sometimes in big cities, up to an entire 12 hours. People were running out of fuel in gas lines and pushing their cars to the pumps. For three or four hours, pushing the cars. Everybody's helping each other push cars because they ran out of fuel by idling the vehicles for so long in the doggone line. Are we going to that again? Are we going to go to stagflation? You, we have 100 million people unemployed in the United States right now that are being given pretty much unemployment benefits and huge amounts of money because they're scared of COVID. 
while we can't find anybody to work for us in our companies, basically people are, you know, staying at home and chilling out and refusing to work any longer. So now we have high unemployment and high inflation. That sounds like what we called stagflation back in the 70s. And for those of you who weren't alive back then, you're in for a real treat with this one. This is going to be a real much a bunch of fun. And plus, with all the money they're pumping into the system with this hyperinflation, it's not going to get any better, guys. So, you know, we've got to realize this is a major, major deal where they start shorting gasoline like this. And like Austin was saying just a moment ago, he was talking about how they're trying to push the electric vehicles and all these electric cars. You know, it's it's so weird to me. You know, the electric vehicles, the, the lithium and the polluting from the batteries and all of the stuff is such a mess. They don't, they don't even need that kind of stuff in the vehicles. They have technology from Tesla that's over 100 years old. They could pull enough energy out of the ionosphere via this radio transmitters and receivers inside of the cars to power electric engines. Now, mind you, it may not be going 100 miles an hour, but it could sure maintain the speed limit. And you wouldn't even need battery storage for it because the Earth is a gigantic electromagnetic field. Yep. It doesn't matter whether it's morning or night. It's a big electromagnetic field, and you could run these cars day and night. We have that technology. But now they want to strip mine lithium from the doggone soils and all the other stuff they're doing. Awesome. I'm glad you're back with me. You sound much better. Go ahead to your next story. Thank you, bud. How am I sounding? Am I clear this time? You're much, much better this time, buddy. Thank you. Excellent. Awesome. And uh, no, he, he's spot on. This, the, those lithium-ion batteries, the lithium strip mines are unbelievably toxic. And regardless of what people want to talk about, the ability now with the pollution controls that the EPA has mandated, which a lot of them are outrageous, but the ability on a lot of these vehicles now to get really, really good fuel mileage is incredible. I mean, I know I remember when the diesel Jetta came out years and years ago, and that thing was averaging like 40 miles per gallon. I know a lot of the diesel SUVs now, the small diesel ones, like the new Tahoe and the new uh, Denali, GMC, they have the diesel engines. Those things are averaging 27, 28, 29 miles per gallon. And I mean, they're huge SUVs that can haul and go huge, you know, long distances and carry all kinds of people around. So the aspect of fuel is not what everybody's trying to make it to be. It's because the reason why they want everything tied in electrical is so they can monitor, control, and manipulate and track everybody to the very best, most efficient degree. Because remember, if, you, if you've been in a Tesla, if you've researched Tesla vehicles at all, they're connected basically to an ongoing cloud all the time. They do automatic updates all the time. They can do all kinds of stuff. Everything in that vehicle is electronically controlled, monitored, and updated 24-7, 360 time, 365 in real time, all the time, period, which means at any point in time, they can go in and say, uh, guess what? Your vehicle privileges have been suspended or you're restricted to only X amount of miles per week. Remember I talked to you guys about before, they were talking about the World Economic Forum discussions on how much you travel. You can be taxed on how much further you travel and how many tiers they want to have. So if you travel X amount of miles, you're going to be charged even more money. It's going to be like an income tax bracket, so to speak. They've been discussions of this. So you come in, you say, well, I'm traveling back and forth from Georgia because I have a farm up in Georgia or North Carolina or Tennessee or wherever, and I'm traveling back and forth. Oh, well, you're, in a, you're a tier five traveler. So we're, you're basically going to be taxed 40% extra because you travel so much and you're putting so much harm on the ecosystem with your driving. That is what they're trying to do. But no, this, this whole declared emergency over the U.S. cyber attack and the fact that the administration refuses to even discuss any way that this happened. I mean, they, these, this, this whole thing reeks of a three-letter word, CIA. 
this whole thing reeks of this. This is what they have done literally in dozens upon dozens upon dozens of Middle Eastern countries and other countries on a regular basis. Cyber warfare attacks. They do this all the time. Turn around and knock power grids off, knock pipelines off. Oh, this, this is not abnormal behavior for them. This is what they're professionally good at. So, again, just be aware, this is where it's headed. Also, too, why Texas and I think uh, Utah and Florida and other states are starting to wake up and sign bills basically saying, hey, we're not going to allow these clowns to come in and tell us that we can and can't do stuff without a vaccine. Well, again, we see now in the liberal states kind of a glimpse of what they're trying to set up for the future. A new product has now been released, a wearable device indicating basically your wristband called the Immuniband has now been sold in San Diego since it was introduced just a few weeks ago. And it says on the thing, Immuniband, share your vaccination status by wearing your Immuniband around your wrist. Around your wrist. The big scanning barcode on it, QR code, so you can scan it everywhere you go to show what a good virtue signaling peasant you are that you've had your RNA gene editing shot. Isn't it interesting? We've seen these things. We've read about them. We've heard the talks you know, in Revelation. You hear about the discussions of them restricting being able to buy or sell without having a mark or having a chip or having something on your wrist. And now we're starting to see this pretty much roll out, like Dad said. Talking about with these flight instructors. Now, I've told everybody this before, and I encourage it heavily, especially down here in Florida, Texas, states that are more open. This is not something you need to comply with. This is something they're going to try to do to get people to comply. We have something down here in Florida called a vaccine religious exemption form. Now, these things are held very, very high account, and they're not something that people can just run around and violate and force you to do stuff against your will. I highly encourage people to get these filled out and get basically get these things if you need to because of your job, because this is going to start happening. They want to get everybody injected with this sludge. For, for whatever the reason is, whatever it does, whatever they're trying to accomplish with this, they are doubling down on it. You know, have Fauci the bumbling buffoon Fauci who basically has changed field goals and field posts more than an NFL team. You guys saw now he came out and he said, America's can get close to normal by Mother's Day 2022 now if the overwhelming portion of the population gets vaccinated. <laughs> this guy's such a clown. He can't even take him seriously anymore. The guy that made sure his organization directly funded the Wuhan lab and made sure that they figured out how to get a gain of function with this current virus. So remember how every time I've told everybody this, if you actually believe these people are going to reduce their restrictions and their controls on everybody, you're living in Narnia, literally. You're living in fairy dust lands, pixie dust. They're never planning on reducing this. Mother's Day 2022 now, we might get close to normal. That's literally what he said, close to normal by Mother's Day 2022. A year from now, exactly. Because, hey, you know what? we got to make sure everybody has their shot. Now, he came out yesterday and then said that masks are going to be a seasonal thing now. Oh, yeah. that's Now, it went from 
You don't need a mask at the beginning of the alleged pandemic to only medical individuals need to wear a mask to, well, if you're sick and going out around people, you need to wear a mask to everybody has to wear a mask all the time. Even when you're by yourself outside walking in the sidewalk around the lake, you need to wear a mask to you need to wear two masks, then three masks. Then, well, we'll loosen up the restrictions whenever we basically figure out what we have to do with this shot. Now, hey, it's going to be seasonal. Basically telling us the masks are never going to go away. And I've told you guys this repeatedly before, and I'm going to reiterate this. The masks take away your identity. They are all part of a satanic cult. This is what they have done for thousands of years. The Muslims figured this out thousands of years ago. If you can take somebody, a prisoner, and you muzzle them or you mask them, not only do you take away their identity, do you take away who they are, you then prevent them from communicating freely. I've joked around about this, but it's really not a joke. It's actually quite serious. If you've actually tried to talk to anybody while they're wearing one of these giant ridiculous masks, it's ridiculous. They're drooling all over themselves with it. The mask is all nasty. You see the mask sucking in and out of their mouth while they're gasping for air. Everything's muffled and mumbled. It's obnoxious. It's absolutely idiotic. And the fact that people are still continuing to do this blows my mind to no end. And the fact that anybody actually listens to this guy, this this guy that was directly involved in producing this product and having it gain a function. Come on, guys. I mean that seriously. Come on. Let's 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 use our brains now. I know our listeners are awake. I know a lot of their family and friends are awake. But it's time we really, really start pushing against this thing. I've been trying to do it for the last year. I encourage everybody to really start doing it as well. I talked to a friend of mine that was came in the office the other day, friend of Lana's, and she was discussing how they're trying to get another group together basically to expand this. Because right now we're trying to get this whole nonsense dropped in the Florida Polk County School Board with the public schools. A lot of the private Christian schools have automatically dropped this mass mandate now. They're, they're over it. And people have to realize this has all been one giant experiment to see what they can get away with and how far they can take this. This is this all it's been. I've had people go, oh, they, they would never experiment on the populace. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you, you need to go do some history lessons. I mean, let's, we, we don't even have to go back a couple of years. Let's go all the way back to where, what was it, uh, 1955? The Army conducted secret chemical testing on St. Louis neighborhoods at the height of the Cold War. Oh yeah, yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna remember that, right? 1955, spraying zinc, cadmium sulfide or fluorescent powder on the general populace to see how many people would get cancer and get sick and die from it. Yeah, that was the U.S. Army experimenting on the populace all the way back in 1955. They did that in 1955. What do you think they're doing now? Look at what they're doing with Pfizer. Pfizer's injecting these children, these pure innocent little children with an RNA gene editing shot and then shaking their hands and going, oh, it's fine. Everybody's safe. We didn't do a control group. We're just injecting them to see what's going to happen. You kidding me right now? This is really where it's going. This is really what we're going to be okay with as a United States populace. And then on top of that, you have all these people now that are still complying. Stop complying. 
Stop going along with the narrative. Noncompliance and civil disobedience is one of the easiest, most effective tools known to man at fighting a tyrannical government because consent and compliance is the main tool that they have. Once you give it up, it's gone. You rarely ever get it back. Understand that, my friends. Also, too, in other news, in UK, since you think it's not getting better over there, they've now told everybody on May 17th now, because apparently May 17th, COVID's supposed to go back in its hole. So May 17th is the big day. The big day, they're letting everybody know, they will be permitted by the government in UK to meet with up to six people indoors. Whoa. Whoa. These guys... They're getting some serious freedom back now. They get to hang out with five other people at once indoors on May 17th. However, they have told them to refrain from close contact and hugging. Ah, you know, because you don't you don't want to hug anybody. You don't want to hug your family or your grandma. That's that's not okay. You got five other people you can hang around with. If a seventh person walks in, no, unsafe. Cannot can't hang out. Everybody's got to disperse. Seventh person comes in. Seventh person leaves again. That's okay. We're okay with that. You guys can do that. Anybody else comes in? Nope, you're getting fined. These lunatic restrictions have been nothing more than a giant psychological warfare. You now have seen, most people have now seen it. Pastor Arthur Pulowski in Calo, Canada, I've repeatedly talked about his church. He's the church that had the 200 body armor rigged up SWAT team law enforcement descend on his church, occupy his church, and put a fence up around his church by arresting him the first time. He has now been arrested again over the weekend. If you guys saw this, he was pastoring at a different undisclosed location. Apparently, they have now put a warrant out for him again because he has refused to stop having church services, and they stopped him on the side of the road. Giant roadblock, multiple law enforcement officers, drug him out of his car, handcuff him, zip tie him. There's probably about nine or ten officers. Drag him back into the cop car and take him and haul him off to jail. They charged him with inciting people to go to church. Not joking. That's where we're at right now as far as with the folks in Canada. Pastor being arrested with warrants for inciting people to go to church because they have told him explicitly, you are not allowed to have church services. You cannot congregate with other Christians at all. It is against the law. Doesn't it talk about that somewhere in the Bible in the end times? The Christians are going to be persecuted like they once were, that they're going to start telling you when you can and can't have church services Isn't that sound oddly familiar to current China right now? You can and can't have church services. They go in and arrest people that are in church and haul them off to jail and bulldoze the church. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they they currently do that in the communist China regime right now. Oh, and they're currently doing that in Canada now. This is how far it starts to go, my friends, when you start allowing them to tell you when you can and can't breathe fresh air and when you can and can't go because you haven't had your gene editing shot. This is where it goes. There are no limits on tyranny. For some reason, people have failed to grasp that concept. There's no limits on tyranny. They take it as far as they continually can until there's resistance. The American populace has the largest private arsenal of the entire world. Never let them touch it and never let them take it. This is why they've tried so hard over the last decade to try to push illegal, unconstitutional gun laws. 
We will cease to be a country if we ever register or we ever relinquish our firearms. I don't care what scary name they put on them. I don't care what they choose to call them. I don't care what fake narrative they come up with to tell you you don't have a right to own a firearm. The Second Amendment was there for a very specific reason at such a time as this. Do not let them take your firearms under any circumstances, or we will be communist China and Canada within a very, very short period of time after that. My opinion is one of the only reasons Cal- or the state of California and New York and other states have gotten away with such blatant, fragrant tyranny because they have such restrictive gun laws and very few actual private firearms that are worth anything in those states because they know – There's no ramifications on much of anything. So I continue to encourage everybody, get the information out there. Keep getting the truth out there. Thank you so much for the support of Health Masters and other small businesses right now. We are the ones that are going to continue to keep fighting, all of us together. Thank you for that. What do you think, Dan? You know, Austin, uh, very well said. You know, on Friday, I I talked in detail about the N-acetylcysteine and and what it does and how it's actually been worked and how it works to help stop the lung problems that people are having with the coronavirus as far as what it does to the lung cells. Everybody's listened to that entire show again on Friday. Very, very important that you listen to that. And then the thing that you said also, Osma, this Christian pastor up in Canada basically being thrown to the ground on his knees and handcuffed while out in the rain and dragged away by SWAT. Is this, is this where we're going to allow the United States to go? And, and this is why people fussed at me a lot about me talking about the Kabbalists and me talking about Israel and me talking about the Balfour Declaration and me talking about the Costa Nostra and me talking about the Third Temple and me talking about Zionism and what it means and how they want to basically bring in a new world order through the Supreme Court of Tel Aviv and through Israel. And, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, okay, guys, this is the only thing that puts the pieces of the puzzle together as Christians. This is it. I mean, so many Christians now, often we've talked about this so many times, are sitting back and they're going, we're about to get raptured. We're about to get raptured. Oh, we're so excited. We're about to get raptured. It's about to get really, really good. We're going to get to watch all this from heaven. We're about to get raptured. And they allow their country to sink into this abyss of tyranny. They really do. And I see it, and I see it, and I see it. And and then I see what's going on with this whole problem with the Second Amendment that they're trying to create in the United States with more mass shootings this past weekend. And I begin to realize that they want the guns, but they can't take the guns away from a healthy populace. They can't. They can't go door to door. They simply don't have the manpower, even if the United Nations gets involved. They can't do it, not with hundreds of millions of weapons and billions of rounds of ammunition. Because people have started hoarding their ammo and they're not allowing themselves. They're dry shooting and dry firing and dry training, but they're not burning through their ammo anymore because they realize it's become a very valuable commodity. And so the only other way they can do this to us is biologicals because they're not going to destroy their own infrastructure. They're not going to do that. They're not going to come in and start blowing up pipelines, blowing up cell towers, blowing up 5G, blowing up satellites. They don't want to do that. Because the same group that owns everything owns all of this stuff. This is the same thing that happened with Standard Oil, which was basically Rothschild owned through the Rockefellers. In Germany, they had giant processing plants to make fuel oil and to build, to get ball bearings and all the other things they were doing. None of that stuff was bombed. It wasn't bombed. The Allies were told we can't bomb these particular plants because they're owned by Standard Oil or they're off limits. And that's the same thing we're going to have all over again. 
They're going to come in and hit the United States, and they're doing it right now as we speak with biologicals. We have so many people that are suffering with shortness of breath. They're having breathing problems. They're having chest pains. All of the stuff. Remember, that's one of the first things we saw with the coronavirus was released on us back over a year ago. People couldn't breathe any longer. They were being put on ventilators. They didn't know what to do. Then we knew that ivermectin would work. Now they're coming after ivermectin. And they, then we knew the zinc would act like ivermectin. All of a sudden, now they're taking zinc off the market. And they're changing all of these different standards as far as with Amazon to buy products to get all the mom-and-pop businesses that are selling supplements off the Internet, off of Amazon, so everything can be controlled through a central distribution node. And this is what they do to all of us all the time. But, guys, the biologicals, I warned you. When we started this show six or seven years ago, eight years ago now, I said, it won't be the nukes. It's all a bunch of lies. It won't be an earthquake. It's not going to be an asteroid. That's just fear porn. What it's going to be is biologicals, just like they had done, like that was done with the bubonic plague back five, six, seven hundred years ago when half the population of Europe died. It's the quickest, easiest way to do it because it's something that's easily transmittable. Remember, a few years ago, they went up into the permafrost up in Norway, and they pulled bodies out. Think about this for a second. They pulled bodies out of the permafrost that had died from the plague that had been frozen for 700 years, frozen in the permafrost, and they basically resurrected the plague. They did the research on it with the Wuhan labs and Kinemuth and all the other laboratories all around the world, all these these, these state level four laboratories in which they have you that you have to walk into the room in a space suit with your own air supply tied to an umbilical. I kid you not, they're that dangerous. You got to go through all these decontamination processes when you get out of the laboratory and you're still working underneath the hood so you don't get contaminated by whatever you're working on. That's how dangerous these things are. And they resurrected the plague. They did. They resurrected it. They decided they wanted to make it better. They wanted a, <laughs> they wanted a better plague. I mean, guys, Think through this. This is what they're going to do again. And that's why I talk to you guys so much about Jesus, because he is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith. It's through Christ we can do all things. And we've got to understand that. It doesn't matter if they take us out of here. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Because death, where is thy victory, where is thy sting? We get to spend the rest of eternity with Jesus. He came to deliver us from the evil one. That's what he said in the Lord's Prayer, to deliver us from the evil one. Because he knew and God knows that this world, the God of this age, has been doing this on this planet for a very, very long time. And God had enough of us and he sent us, he had enough of us. He sent us a redeemer to deliver us from this. That was Jesus on the cross. And we need to always understand that. When an omnipresent being dies on the cross, he provides a continual sacrifice for your sins for all eternity. That's what Jesus did. I had the opportunity to pray for you guys again this morning and, it's wonderful to me when I get to do that. I really enjoy praying for you because you guys are family to me. But guys, think through what they're doing right now. It's so important to stay away from people that you know have just been vaccinated because they're going to have viral shedding. We don't know how. It's probably through the lungs. They're going to have viral shedding. They're going to have all of this stuff being around them in a little cloud of fog, I guess you could say, that you don't need to be breathing in. Very, very important you understand that. And please continue to talk to your friends. Send them the research. Send them the links to this show. Send them anything you send them. Uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, I, I went ahead and posted it on the Health Masters website yesterday. She did a 20-page paper on the coronavirus and the side effects of the vaccine and what they are and what they do. Very important that you read through that. So very, very important. But, guys, always remember – this is a spiritual war. This is a war that's been going on in the heavenlies for a long, long time. 
Satan can't produce anything. All he can do is basically destroy what God has produced or distort it with this gene editing and gene therapy and all the other stuff. Now apparently they're grinding up dead babies and they're selling them on the internet in capsule form. I mean, it's the sickest stuff you've ever heard, you know, for collagen. I mean, it's, it's the craziest stuff that we're involved in in this world and we're allowing it to happen. We have people now, they've making Count Dracula's castle a vaccination site in Romania. I kid you not, Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler, who basically was the, the premise of the book of Dracula. You know, he killed, oh gosh, thousands and thousands of people, had them put to death on spikes. And they're making his castle now an injection site because people want to go to his castle and get punctured by a needle for the coronavirus vaccine. That's the extent of the madness in the world today and how sick people are and how they've embraced the evil that's about around them. It's, it's sad. It really is that people have become this twisted in their heads. Wow. Awesome. What do you think? And what's your next story? No, it really has. And this is why we've seen the surge of a lot of these things become so prominent now with, you know, the worship of Satan and Baphomet and all this weird stuff that people are constantly doing these statues for. And uh, it's gotten very strange, but it's going to get stranger. Believe that. And as all this stuff starts to get worse, you've, I've noticed, I've, I've said this the other day, I noticed people are more and more becoming, I don't know if it's people that are moving down here that are just obnoxious people, but I've noticed a real heightened irritability lately around. It's just people getting so mad and so angry about nothing, literally nothing situations. And I don't know if it's a lot of the 5G towers that are being erected. I know there's been constant research on that and data for years discussing 5G and how it interrupts the cells in the body and how it causes irritability and insomnia and anxiety and depression. The list goes on. And so I personally think a lot of these things are all tied in together. And so that's why it's crucial. You've got to keep your body strong and your immune system strong right now. Like Dad was just discussing with certain products, it's so important right now more than ever because we're having an onslaught on our immune system. And majority of people, majority of people have a very healthy good immune system if they take care of it, if they nourish it, if they have the right nutrients. Our bodies are designed to use the nutrients we have in front of us. We have pharmaceutical drugs. vast majority of pharmaceutical drugs are really unwarranted, in my opinion. Now, there's certain drugs that can be really helpful and can be really beneficial, and they've been great since they've been basically discovered. But a lot of this stuff, I mean, these drugs that they come out with that are unbelievably addictive, unbelievably hard on the body – I mean, why is that stuff needed? Why is it prescribed so readily? Why is it being pushed? Well, because it constantly perpetuates the medical industrial complex. It's like numerous doctors have said, and I've talked about this as well. If you watch the the circle of the you basically the merry-go-round that these poor children get involved in, why they get a shot. And it basically has all these horrible, horrible toxic adjuvants in it when they're three, four months old. And they get another shot at six months. And they get more shots at 12 months. They get more shots at 18 months. And it's a constant onslaught on their body. And then what is always the main thing that happens after they get the shots? Ear infections. I have watched it a 100-plus times. Watched it. People ask me about it. People call me about it. People email me about it. Oh, man, kids have constant. He's got another ear infection. He's got another ear infection. Oh, we're putting tubes in his ears. Done. I literally cannot even tell you how many times I've heard that exact same scenario. And ironically, every time I talk to people, every time I talk to people that have not shot up their children, perfectly healthy. 
Now, they may they, they get a runny nose and they get a cold and they get sick. I'm not saying that they're not going to get a cold because that's part of their developing immune system. But the chronic, chronic, constant sickness that engulfs these children. And what happens if they get an ear infection? They get on antibiotics. What happens when they go on antibiotics? Their gut microbial goes to crap. Then their immune system goes bad. Then they start having all these basically inflammatory problems, tonsils, adenoids. Oh, we got tubes in their ears, but that's not working out. Now we need to basically remove their tonsils and their adenoids. They don't need them. I had, I had a parent tell me that one time. They said, oh, the doctor told me they really don't need those. They don't need their tonsils or their adenoids. They'll be just fine with it. I looked at them. I said, are you joking? I said, have, have you done any research on those two things you just listed at all? Well, no, 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 but the doctor said it's, it's, total, it's, it's totally normal. It's, it's just a, a routine procedure. I said, it's routine procedure to cut out their tonsils and their adenoids. That's routine procedure to you. Oh, yeah, 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 it'll be fine. I said, you guys know that is their main defense, their first defense against sickness. No, 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 that's fine. Doctor said it's cool. I just shake my head. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? But again, this is what it does, and it keeps the child in a constant medical industrial complex stupor, constantly the doctor, constantly on drugs, constantly on antibiotics. And remember what it does too, not just from a physical standpoint. From a psychological standpoint, as that child grows older, what happens? They always want to go to the doctor. Oh, I got a runny nose. Got to go to the doctor. Oh, I got a sore throat. Got to go to the doctor. Oh, I got a headache. Got to go to the doctor. Oh, I'm tired. Got to go to the doctor. They put in their mind that the only thing they can do is go to the doctor to be fixed, when in reality, the doctor and a lot of the drugs they put them on are the main reason they have the problems to begin with. Not all the time, but a lot of times. So always remember that and use wisdom. The doctors and surgeons, some of them are unbelievably smart. Some of them are unbelievably good at what they do, and they can save your life. There's no question about that. I'm not knocking it. But some of these doctors that refuse to look at the documentation on what these shots do to these young kids, that they refuse to look at the correlation on all these horrible, debilitating, long-term chronic diseases these children have that have been shot up when compared to children that haven't had their injections are unbelievably healthy and compared – this is very troubling to me. And so, again, I encourage everybody, research, research, research before you make a decision. I'm not telling you to listen to me. I'm not telling you to listen to Dad. I'm telling you to do your own research. If some doctor tells you it's totally normal procedure to take out their adenoids and their tonsils and that they don't need them, you need to run away from that doctor as far as you can and go get three or four or five other opinions and go online and actually research before you start going in and chopping out child's organs. I've heard the same thing with gallbladders. Oh, it's fine. My doctor said I had a sluggish gallbladder, so we just cut it out. How's that working out for you? Horribly. I'm on all these drugs now. i got to take all these digestive enzymes. I don't digest food for crap. I can't eat hardly anything anymore. I'm losing muscle tissue. Yeah. How that, how that gallbladder doesn't do anything, you don't need it. How'd that work out? Guys, always remember, we were made in the image of God Almighty. We have certain body parts and certain organs for a reason. God has also blessed us with all types of nutrients, with supplements, with ingredients all across the globe that can help you out with plethora of different things like increasing your immune system and maintaining a healthy immune system. Do your research. Here at Health Masters, we try to produce the highest quality nutrients we physically can, and we thank you for supporting us. You guys need anything, you give us a call. We always do the best we can to help out our customers. Now, however, 
We do not give out medical advice. We cannot at all give out medical advice. I'm letting you know that right now. We never give out medical advice. So please do not call us and tell us what meds you're on and how you don't want to do this and you don't want to do that anymore and you want to do this. The best option, give us a call and let us give you some supplementation and dietary help while you're healthy to maintain a healthy immune system. That's what we encourage everybody. So thank you again for your support. What do you think, Deb? Well, you're right, Austin. I mean, if, if you're put on medical drugs, I mean, I've seen people. I remember right back when we had the clinic, I'd have people come in with, uh, you know, grocery bags, and I mean, full of drugs. I mean, full of prescription medication. The most I've ever seen one individual on was 25 prescription drugs, and they set them up in front of me, and they said, you know, what are you going to do with these? And I said, talk to your medical doctor about that. The guy who put you on them. I said, if you don't like that medical doctor's advice, go to another medical doctor, have him give you the information on what you need to do, because if you come off of some of this stuff too abruptly, it may have other side effects. Here's the problem when you're taking 5 or 10 or 15 or 20 different meds, which I see that all the time. The meds, in many cases, interact with other meds, and the way they're interacting with other meds has never been tested in the double-blind clinical study. In other words, it's almost impossible if you have 25 different medications you're taking at once to do a medical study with the 25 interacting because there's too many variables involved. You can't get, you can't get, you can't get enough statistically accurate information from that. It's going to be all biased and twisted. You're not going to be able to do it. You have to do one with one, one with one, one with one. You're going to have with millions of different tests going on at once. It's too expensive. So it's, to me, it's medical malpractice when a medical doctor will go in and say, well, try some of this and try some of that and try some of this and try some of that and try some of this and try some of that. So if you have a doctor doing that, I really suggest that you go back to that doctor or find yourself another medical doctor in your area. That will help you get off that stuff. It's really, really important because some of these drugs that you get on, some, especially some of the psychiatric drugs, you know, the, the, especially the, the benzodiazepines, they're really dangerous. You can actually die from withdrawal coming off that stuff. So just be really, really careful before you take any prescription drug. What I always recommend is this, and Austin's 100% right. Do your own research. Look up the drug. If you look up the different diabetes drugs, you know, look, look at what they're doing as far as metformin. Metformin, just put it into duck, duck, go, go and say metformin toxic side effects. And it'll tell you, you'll see about 100 to 200 different articles pop up and you can start reading about all the side effects of metformin. And then you make a decision. Do I want to do metformin to control my blood sugar if you're an adult onset diabetic? Or do I want to change my diet? You know, if you cut out all the sugar, it's amazing how quick your blood sugar comes down. It really <laughs> happens pretty quick. And so do you really want to try a different alternative, like a healthy blood sugar protocol, than metformin, which has been linked to pancreatic cancer? So ask yourself those questions and do, the, do your own research. It's not hard with the Internet. Just put the drug name in and put down toxic side effects and read through it and see if it's something that you want to do. Because you may say, well, it's okay. It's worth the risk. Okay, that's fine. By the way. Disney now has gone full tilt. Uh, they basically are teaching and promoting critical race theory to employees, telling them to reject equality and strive for equity, which why would that surprise anybody? Because Disney is, again, controlled by BlackRock and Vanguard completely, and they're completely controlled by the guys that are running the planet, the Kabbalists, the Luciferians, the ones that are practicing the ancient Canaanite religions, and that's that group. Also, now also with the Olympics that are coming up, as athletes are being told to be quiet about trans weightlifters that are head of the Olympic competition. Uh, there's one guy uh, named Laurel Hubbard. <laughs> it's a 43-year-old biological male who's competing as a woman, and, and now they're wanting to know if they should allow him to come in because he's a guy telling everybody he's a girl, 
And, you know, it's sad because I feel sorry for these Olympic athletes who are having to deal with this right now because these Olympic athletes work their entire lives to be in the Olympics and to have a woman have to compete against a man is not right. In fact, Alan West, former congressman, and basically tells, says to the Democratic Texas Party, he goes, you're the real racist and I despise you in a Rumble article that he put out in the Rumble broadcast. And he's absolutely right. Remember, Alan West was only he was a congressman here in Florida down there in the southeast, in the Miami area, and he only made one term, and they pulled him out because he was way, way, way too conservative uh, for that particular district he was in. Uh, interesting thing now, the Defense Department is basically wanting to put a chip under your skin, and it's going to be a sensor, and it's going to be implanting under the human skin. It's going to be like a check engine light. And what, what does that mean? That means basically it's going to be a system that's going to have uh, – how should I – the ability to beta test you. If they hit you with a specific frequency, they'll be able to say, hey, look, here's the deal. We're going to hit you with a certain frequency, and what that frequency is going to do, it's going to allow us to see what is going to happen to your chip and what's going to happen to your vital signs. Guys, it never ends. It never ends of them wanting to do this and link us into this hive mind. Also, you got to remember, too, that Klaus Schwab is now coming forward and telling everybody directly. Remember, he's the one who says that you will own nothing and be nothing and be have anything and be happy with it and all this. He is saying he is calling for a mandatory global health path pass in the form of an implantable microchip within 10 years. Yeah. In an interview that is now gaining national attention, Schwab, also the founder of the globalist Great Reset Agenda explained that within a decade, humanity will be required to have implanted microchips to serve as a global health pass. Guys, we've been telling you this guy, he's a Kabbalist, just an absolute hardcore Luciferian, and he's one of these guys that's a, probably a high priest in this sect, you know, in this in this wizard sect, this this weird, 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 weird witches and wizards that seem to be wanting and ruling the world have done so for a long time through their satanic offerings. So, Guys, watch what these guys tell you. If you listen to what they say very, very clearly, they'll tell you what their intent is. They have to as part of what they call lesser or white magic. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Uh, these guys are absolutely awesome. I thank you for supporting Health Masters. I thank you for supporting you know, the Ted Dawson Brower Show and for forwarding our show to other people. You guys are absolutely awesome. God bless you. Also, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. Also, to another news, this is interesting down here in Florida. We're now starting to see the blowback and pushback from certain companies that basically are not okay with DeSantis's executive order banning businesses from acquiring COVID passports. This is interesting. I'm, news is going to come about pretty soon. And apparently now, Norwegian Cruise Line is now threatening to avoid Florida altogether over the vaccine passport ban. Apparently, uh, uh, Norwegian Cruise Lines are making it mandatory for all employees and passengers to be injected with the experimental RNA gene editing shot. Very creepy, the fact that they're already starting to roll this out. So they have said if they have to, they will basically not operate in the state of Florida they will basically go and do ports from other places. What's ironic about this, though, is that, I mean, Florida is a huge hub for cruise ships. So that's going to put them in a precarious situation, especially being that Florida is such a tourist area. But 
I could care less. I'm not a big fan of cruises anyways. Uh, apparently it appears now, though, that so far Carnival and Royal Caribbean have not yet announced requirements for the shot to sail in the United States. But apparently these guys over at Norwegian Cruise Line have. So this is going to be an ongoing battle because you're going to see a lot of businesses that are hardcore globalist controlled. They're going to try to push for this passport. And then you're going to have a lot of them that do not want to have it. And so, again, it's really, really good that DeSantis signed this because, quite frankly, nobody has a right to demand to see your medical records, period. HIPAA law has been very, very clear on that. There's been no miscommunication. There's no misunderstanding. It's very clear. No one can walk up to you and say, I need to see your vaccination record. I need to see your medical history. That's your private information, and it should be. This is trying to push the line further and further and further so they can invade every aspect of your life just to simply do trivial things like go on vacation or go to the store. Day-to-day parts of your life have to be restricted according to these guys. So again, we can't let that happen. We have to continue to maintain the truth and push for the truth to set everyone free. So thank you again for the support, my friends. Be sure to check out the product of the week, the B-Complex on sale for 10% off on the website at healthmasters.com. We also have the immune support kit on the website as well, along with multiple kits of the food buckets. So be sure to check those out. Just got a fresh batch in of the organic food buckets. So I encourage everybody, stay prepped, stay ready. What we're seeing right now, is only going to continue to escalate all the way from this emergency state being declared with the cyber attack with fuel. Understand what's happening and be prepared for it. It's the best thing I can tell everybody. So thank you again, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. You have a wonderful time getting people awake and alert to what's happening. <laughs> I've been having a fun time with it as well. <laughs> so I just encourage everybody, you're not in this boat alone. Thank you for the support. Have a great night. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.